most people will sign up for some kind of a health club membership in January and then never use it past March. Yeah. And isn't it better if you could just exercise five minutes a day? Yeah. 365 days a year. Yeah. Or even just Monday through Friday and take Saturday, Sunday off. Yeah. Okay, 25 minutes per week times 52 weeks is a lot more than doing the whole month of January and then stopping. Right. Welcome to Getting Money Right, a show dedicated to helping you achieve financial freedom through education and inspiration so that you can be freed up to pursue your true life's purpose. We're your hosts, David Thompson and Leo Sabo, and today we just want to say... Happy New, New Year's. Year. <laughs> we are so excited about the new year. Hope that you enjoyed 2018. We're excited about 2019, right? This is a, a fresh start. This is the beginning of a year. Yes. You're closing one season. You're opening another. There's new hope. There's fresh motivation. So what do we do with that? We've got it all bottled up. Where do we go next, Leo? Well, I just, first of all, just love this time of year because like you said, it's kind of putting a bow on on what you've done this year, what what you meant to do, what you accomplished. Hopefully you look back on 2018 and you've accomplished some things, some things that you're proud of. But we want to look at the new year. We want to look at new opportunities. We want to go to a different level in this next year. And I think with that comes, of course, something that we all do at the beginning of the year, which is to set some goals, right? Yeah. We have those, what we call sometimes new year's resolution. I don't like that term in particular. I'd rather just stick with goals because goals, if you make them actionable, if you can make them attainable, yes. you get some accountability behind you and you can get them done. So let's talk about goal setting. Yeah. You know, we're gonna, we, we want to see maybe an increase in your income this year, oh, I'd love right? That. Wouldn't yep. we love that? An advance in your career, maybe improving your relationships or improving your life and your health. So- Let's talk about that. Yeah. Uh, in 2018, I was introduced to a gentleman called Hal Elrod. He wrote the book, The Miracle Morning. And it's a simple book, but a very profound book. I found it to be very profound. And it's actually been something uh, something of a phenomenon. A lot of people have caught on to this idea of a morning routine. And Hal talks about his story, how he was kind of on top of the world as a 20-year-old. He had achieved a certain level of success in a business. Uh, in a company, he was given a speech, uh, had a standing ovation uh, on a particular evening, and then drove home. And he's on cloud nine. He was excited. Uh, he's in his brand new white Mustang, driving home with his <laughs> girlfriend in, his, in the passenger car, and in the passenger seat. And coming his way, he doesn't notice, but there's a big semi, oh. and slams head on wow. into his car. And Long story short, he ends up in a coma for six days. He literally dies on the scene. He's resuscitated. He comes Whoa. back to life. He's in a coma for six days. When he wakes up, he finds out he may not ever walk again. Uh, in the hospital, his his girlfriend uh, dumps him. <laughs> Breaks up with him, of course. Because <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> obviously she, uh, could, just kick she, him could, down. she couldn't handle it, I right. guess. Um, but life just comes to a screeching halt. Yeah. And he has to dig himself out of that. And his story is just this miraculous uh, overcoming Mm. Of of setting some routines in place. Now he went through a deep valley before he actually came back up. But I, I love the book because it's an inspirational story of being kicked down, something happening outside of your control, and then saying, "Am I going to let this put me down and let this event or this life situation destroy me, or am I going to pull myself up on my bootstraps yeah. and I'm going, I'm going to stand up again and fight again?" And he chose to do it. And part of the the process for him was to write this book and the miracle morning really kind of boil it down to a routine a morning routine and it could be done in as little as 10 minutes or as much as an hour 
but it's really, it's, he talks about life savers and savers is an acronym for six things that you do. And you could take 10 minutes for each one of these things. And we'll just break it down real quick. But basically the first one is silence. You start your day with some solitude. Mm. You know, the funny thing is, I'll, and I'll bet everybody does this, especially in times of stress and seasons of, of busyness, holiday season, especially, we tend to get up in the morning. And the first thing that we do is we start thinking about our day. Yeah. And before we've even hit the floor with our feet, we've got 10 different things that we're thinking about that we have to get done. And our mind just continues to race. And from that point on, it seems like we've already lost, mm. right? Because all we do is try to keep up. Yeah, behind from the minute you wake up. Exactly. And there's no no forethought of how am I going to seize the day? How am I going to stay in control of this day? Yeah. So I love this, this routine in the morning because it, it helps me to start with just quieting my mind, having some time in solitude, I spend some time in prayer. I believe that's very important, and I find it very beneficial. And then from silence, you go to the second acronym, which is A, and it's affirmation. Mm. Affirmation is about reviewing your gifts and your talents, affirming that you're uh, called to something special. Mm. Uh, you know what your gifts are. You know what you're made to do. And it's, it's just recognizing that, speaking that over yourself. And uh, he talks about five steps to creating your own affirmation, is looking at what do you want, why you want it, whom you are committed to becoming and being, and what you're committed to do to attain your goals and yeah, your dreams. that's good. And the last is to add some inspiration and quotes and philosophies in your life. I love scripture, so I spend a lot of time reading scripture. Yeah. And, and I think that's important because it gives me that, that ability to focus on the things that really matter. They're right. beyond the just a moment-to-moment, day-to-day thing. Yeah. They're things that are way beyond me. Yeah. Uh, and those things inspire me. Those things make me want to live to a higher level. Yeah, so the next in this Lifesavers acronym is visualization. That's the V. And that's envisioning the future. You know, what am I going to do with this day? What am I going to do with this week, this month? Where am I going? You know, what do I want to have happen by the end of the year? And we're talking about this in goal setting yes. because we think this is a great way to start every morning mm-hmm. and to envision where your next year is going to go. As we're kicking off this new year, now is the time. Yep. And so you spend a little bit of time every day envisioning the future. Uh, what are the benefits of where you're going? Literally kind of ask yourself, okay, why do I want to be there in a year? Why do I want to be, you know, what's my five-year game plan? Why do I want to be there in five years? Right. What's the benefit of that? Is it is it uh, more time for relationships? Is it more time with the family? Is it a increased income that opens up more vacation opportunities? I mean, like what's really, what's really driving yeah, me? What's Just the idea it? of more mm-hmm. money. Well, mm-hmm. what does more money do in my life? You know, right. why am I really doing it? If I have more income, then I can be freed up to pursue my true life's purpose. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can pivot and do something that, that gets you fired up every day, right. right? So envision the future a little bit, write down what are the benefits of where you're going. Uh, I, I like to do this very physically when I visualize something, mm-hmm. you know, put together like a big chart. Uh, let's say that you're trying to kill debt and you're trying to get out of debt and you're yep. knocking it out. Put a big chart on your fridge that has, uh, I, I saw one person do this on graph paper where every square box on that graph paper represented $50 mm-hmm. and they had a $600 debt and they had a $3,000 debt and I think like a $8,000 debt. And every day that they paid off 50 bucks, they would cross out one of those boxes or mm-hmm. fill it in with a different color right. and they were seeing the change. Now that was very small because it was on graph paper. 
take that, blow it up, put it on your fridge. <laughs> yeah. And when you when you knock out $50 for the debt, put an X through it, right? right? And then you can physically see, I am killing this every right. day. Hey, I went to work and I worked eight hours. I worked 10 hours because I'm working hard mm-hmm. and I'm tired when I get home. But I get home and I put an X because I know that I earned an extra $50 today to put through my debt. And I'm right. going to knock this out and I'm going to have more margin in my life in the future. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're working on your education, put a plan and put little check marks. Hey, today I knocked out that test and I'm never going to have to take that test again. <laughs> and I'm on my way towards this next semester or on my way towards this degree or this certificate or yeah. any kind of education or training is going to increase my income. So do it very physically visualize where you're going. Yep. I love that. Uh, the next part then would be the E, which is exercise. And this is so important for us. Obviously, having the energy to be able to accomplish your goals won't happen unless you're physically able to get up every day and do it, right? Yeah. You have to have energy. And so, you know, the right amount of exercise, even if it's just a few minutes a day, um, it's going to be such such a release of stress. It's going mm. to be, you know, getting your blood flowing. It's just important to stay physically healthy. So yeah. exercise is an important Well, part. we talked about this, Leo. The thing that got me excited is that, you know, exercise, it can be five minutes or it can be 30 minutes. That's right. <laughs> the That's the important thing is that you do you something. Do yeah. and, and that can be as easy as strengthening your core and doing a few crunches, doing a few push-ups, or just going for a long, a long walk around the block, a short walk, a fast-paced walk, something to get your blood flowing, doing something. I, I don't know what it is, but but moving yeah, and that exercise. A movement. That's, a that's, movement. That's, that's, that's what's important, is that you're doing some kind of movement. Yeah. And here's the thing. I think most of us fall into this false sense of understanding that in order to be in good health, we have to run for an hour a day. We got to do strength training. We got to eat you know, just lean foods all the time. And the reality is that if you think about most people will sign up for some kind of a health club membership in January, but then never use it past March. Yeah. And isn't it better if you could just exercise five minutes a day, yeah. 365 days a year, yeah. or even just Monday through Friday and take Saturday, Sunday off. Yeah. Okay. 25 minutes per week times 52 weeks is a lot more than doing the whole month of January and then stopping. Right. Right. So yeah. our, just start small. Yeah. Don't, you know, there's a scripture that says, do not, Despise. despise small <laughs> beginnings. And so start small. Do yeah. five minutes. Yeah. Do five minutes. And then move it to 10 if you can. But master the five. Right. Do consistently right. five for a month or two. And then you say, I could do 10. Yeah. And then go to 10. That's what I like about this plan. Hey, let's start with five. <laughs> yeah, I'm not ready for 30 every <laughs> yeah, 30, day. 30, it's 30 okay. might be too much for most of us. That's right. So the next in life savers is the R. It's reading. So take some time to learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, every morning, whether for, for me, I love to take, just like you said, with scripture, take mm-hmm. some time and learn something. Uh, I'll read from Proverbs yep. or I'll read from anywhere in the Bible because I'm constantly learning across that. I also read books on marketing. I read books on business growth. I, re- I read books on finances all the time because I love personal <laughs> finances. Yep. Uh, you know, I, I am I'm reading or uh, I'll sit and listen to an audio book yep. for five or 10 minutes. Yep. Uh, and it doesn't have to be physical reading. It can be learning through audio. But but take some time to learn and grow. There's something else to reading I think that's important, whether it's reading or audio, uh, whatever your favorite is. I, I think there is a benefit to reading physical books or even on Kindle or something like that, but but there's something to reading. I believe it opens up your mind to things that you normally wouldn't be. And I've, I've found this for myself that if I don't read, if I stop reading for a while, I stop 
creating. I stop thinking creatively mm. because it doesn't stretch my mind. I'm basically just kind of left to my own thoughts, my own ideas. Yeah. But when I'm reading, I'm seeing other people come up with creative ways to describe things. I'm open to languages that that are different than mine, mm-hmm. right? Different ideas, different concepts. And that begins to expand my mind and it, and it excites me. It literally gives yeah. me this rush like I love this. Even I mean, I'll read something about business, and even though I'm not necessarily in a big business, but yet it makes sense to me, and somehow I can relate to that, and it motivates me to move forward in my own business. So yeah. I think it's important to do some kind of reading, some kind of learning, because learning does more than just give you information. It actually does something, I think, physical and emotional for you. Yeah, so. and the final is the S in Lifesavers. It's scribing, uh, just another word for writing. Take some time and write things down. Journal what you're learning, journal, maybe in that moment of silence. Um, if there's something that came to your mind that was really important, just write it down. Mm-hmm. If you learn something that you want to share with somebody else over coffee or at work around the cooler or, you know, in whatever your areas of influence are, write it down. Hey, today I'm going to share this with this person. Uh, today I'm going to text my friend and tell them I love them. Today I'm going to whatever, scribe it, write it down, journal a little bit, uh, be thinking and writing every day, that opens up new levels of the brain as well. Because as you write, it forces you to be a little bit more creative. It forces mm-hmm. you to look at what you're saying and say, do I truly believe this? Is this really important to me? And it's a whole other level of commitment to go from just learning, but then to actually writing something down. Yeah, I think it's so important. Uh, journaling for me, I'm not an avid journaler, meaning I don't write extensively, but I write almost daily. And the reason I do, and what I've noticed over the years, is I've because I started many, many years ago, but what I've noticed is that I am more aware of my emotional state and when things are, are internally not going where they need to be. And it helps me to shift my thinking because how I'm writing, it's, it's an expression of how I feel. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to, to be aware of that. If you're not aware of that, then what happens is you go throughout the day, you get frustrated and you don't know why it's, go- why it's happening. And for me, it's just a, a way to to write my thoughts down, to intentionally look at how am I today. Yeah. And it's and, and I usually do it right in connection with reading scripture. So I'll read scripture, and then as I'm learning from that, it it almost like peers in through my heart, and then I look at it and say, okay, this is what I'm getting out of this. Yeah. And I just write that down, and I will literally I'll do this every every day of the week. But I'll every time I like for instance today's Wednesday when we're recording this, it's Wednesday. <laughs> and uh, so I started obviously on, on, actually I went through the weekend, but on Monday, I actually read Monday and Tuesday, and then I write Wednesday. Mm. Then Thursday, I'll read Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and I'll write Thursday. And the reason I do that is because it's so easy for us to forget that right. we learned something a day ago, because we wrote it down, but we don't remember it. I do that all the time. <laughs> and, and I just keep going back to it. And not, I don't go back a lot, but I go back enough to kind of refresh myself of the things that I'm learning. It's such an important thing to do. So Let's kind of recap this. Yeah. Okay, so the five, the six things, savers is the acronym, is silence, affirmation, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing. Yeah, All and right. I think that the cool thing about this is that uh, there's some intentionality behind this. Mm-hmm. This is not about squeezing these six things into your current morning routine. This is about you right now determining that you're going to set a little extra time in your morning. You're going to wake up earlier, and yeah. you're going to make this a routine before your typical routine. This right. is this is you saying, I'm going to take back my day. And if, if the cool thing about this, is you can do it in 10 minutes, you can do it in an hour. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to wake up an extra hour early, start by waking up 10 minutes early exactly. and going through these six things. Hey, I'm going to take a moment of silence. 
I'm going to affirm myself. I'm going to read something that affirms me. I'm going to visualize where I'm going today, this week, this month. And if you only have 10 minutes, you're only going to have about a minute and a half for each one of these things. But you're being intentional. You're taking control of your day. You do exercising for a few minutes, and then you read a little something, and you write something, and you've started your day very strong. You get stronger. You get better. Now you do it for 30 minutes a day. Now you do it for an hour a day. Mm-hmm. So start with what is sustainable. Start with what's going to work for you, uh, but you're taking control. Exactly. Exactly. And again, it's it's about starting your day the right way, right? We're talking about goals. We're talking about seizing this opportunity this time of year of a new opportunities new fresh season and what we're trying to say is start by making sure that you're disciplined with yourself yeah you starting every day with intentionality and then you start to tackle your goals because if you've done this then you're poised and ready to do the next yep yep and i know a few people that will do this the night before for their next day and that's okay. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we're endorsing the morning routine and we love the idea of the miracle morning, but <laughs> but we also want this to fit in your lifestyle. But I like the idea of stretching and making yourself wake up an extra 10 minutes, 30 minutes or an hour early and doing this intentionally. So now that you've begun to build a little bit of a goal for the new year and you're thinking through this, think about who you're going to share this with. Yeah, You've got to share your plan with someone and get some accountability in your life. (laughs) You've got to be excited enough about this to go home and share it with your friends, to share it with a spouse, to share it with a coworker or somebody that you know, and then encourage others on their journey. Mm -hmm. But if you don't tell somebody, you're not going to follow through with it. Right. It's (laughs) it's easy to quit. If nobody knows what you're doing, then who's going to hold you accountable? Yeah. In moments when you're weak, when you're tired and you want to just roll over and hit the snooze button, There's nobody there to hold you accountable. So it's important that you get some accountability. I totally agree with that. Yeah. So uh, what we're talking about this year is being intentional. And I'm going to tell you this. Intentionality is the standard of leadership. Mm -hmm. If you want to be a leader, intentionality is the standard for that. Uh, The person who is the most intentional is the leader. That's right. Uh, It's not the title. It's not the pay grade. It's not who you know. Uh, It may start out that way. Mm -hmm. There might be somebody who has a higher title than you that is in a leadership position. But if you show up intentionally every day and you've taken time to go through this process, so you're ready for the day, and then you show up for your meetings intentionally ready for that meeting, Mm -hmm. having a plan, knowing where you're going, that this is going to over time make you the leader. So intentionality is what leads to leadership. Uh, Over time, this is going to elevate you to the position that you want to be, and being intentional is the standard. I know I'm I'm saying that, but I'm trying to get this into your core. If you want to be a better leader, if you want to lead, then this is the standard for that. Uh, If you were going to meet with the president of the United States tomorrow, what would you do to prepare? Mm -hmm. Think of it like that. Like if I'm going to meet with somebody extremely important, and whether you love them or hate them, you're going to prepare for that. That's right. You're going to, you're going to say, Hey, what do I want to talk about? How am I going to treat this time? How am I going to act in that moment? You're going to dress a little bit nicer Mm -hmm. and you're going to come prepared. Do that throughout your day. If you're intentional, even with this year, if you're intentional, your life is going to change. What am I going to do this week, this month, this year that is going to change who I am today to who I am the next year? Yeah. So we're talking about goals and obviously this is a financial, personal finance uh, podcast but this lines up with what we're trying to teach you, what we're trying to impart to you, is if you are intentional about your finances, 
then you should be intentional about everything else. Oh, yeah. Or if you're intentional about everything else, then you certainly will be intentional about your finances. So in setting some goals for this next year, on the financial side, we want to talk about some ideas, some thoughts, some things that we're going to push for, and hopefully we can inspire you to do the same. One is to improve your income. Who doesn't want to improve their income in 2019? I certainly do, and I know all of us wish that. So let's stop wishing. Let's start doing something about it. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Because wishing doesn't do any good. Um, so maybe maybe some of the things that you need to do is to consider maybe building a small business. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've got some goals to get out of debt, to build uh, more stability, more margin in your budget, in your finances. Well, what if your job is limited? What if you can't get an advanced uh, position? Maybe you can't grow in your company. Or it's something that's going to take much longer than 2019. So what can you do on the side? Is there a side hustle? Is there a small business that you can uh, open up or start? Uh, that you can do alongside your current career. And if not, if you're in the wrong place and there's no place for you to grow in that business or in that job, well, maybe 2019, you need to start looking for something that's going to give you more. Yeah. Maybe it's time time to make looking for another job part of your job, part of your side hustle. <laughs> yeah, right? I like that. So. Yeah, begin to, to go beyond uh, and take take inventory of your skills and go beyond what you're doing today and say, okay, where else could I go and apply these skills? Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're not using your actual skills in right. your current job. Yeah. You know, take inventory of what you've got and say, okay, where can I go employ these and have a higher return? And and I'll tell you, if you're in a place where you're miserable and unhappy every day, mm-hmm. uh, you're not going to be producing what you're capable of producing. Right. right. And, and so, everybody around you knows it too, not just <laughs> yes, you. <laughs> yes. So uh, I've found that if you will, if you will be intentional, if you will begin to show up, you will begin to produce extra. You'll use those talents and skills that it will elevate you at your current job and your current position. But it will also show competitors that you're a talent in the industry. That's right. And other people will be interested. And so this gives you way more options. And so now's the time to say, okay, what's it going to take for me to rise to the top in my job, in Mm -hmm. my department, inside of my company, and begin to get noticed in my industry? That's a big deal. Yeah, it totally is. So the other part is the financial side. How can you increase your income in the meantime to potentially grow some savings or yeah. pay down some debt. So some of the f- suggestions we have is some side hustles. You know, maybe maybe you learn how to do some really well garage sales purchases. That yeah. Then you can turn around and sell at a higher cost. I, I have a friend who does this, and believe it or not, they make a, he makes about 60000 a year from garage sales. Wow. So, so he goes to a garage sale. He goes sale. to garage sales. <laughs> he buys items that people are way underselling. Yeah. Then he cleans them up, puts them on Craigslist or on eBay or whatever. Yeah. And he makes a pretty good living. Yeah. Mo- more than the average American wage today, he's right. making that simply wow. from garage sales. And yeah. it, was, it started out as a as a part-time hobby thing, and he's able to make it uh, a pretty, pretty substantial income for him as a single young man still living at home. Yeah. So... You just never know. You have to look at some of the options that are out there. There's also so many different ways that that you can uh, become part of the solution for people. So mm. you know, you can find uh, things at Goodwill that that are that people just discard because maybe they wore once, and you could buy it, turn around, and sell it. Uh, it could be an item. It could be 
I mean, there's so many different yeah. ways we can buy and sell things today. Yeah. I've got How a friend. Could... Yeah, I've got a friend that does furniture and mm-hmm. will go to Goodwill or local estate uh, sales yeah. and buy furniture, fix it up, paint it, uh, polish it, and sell it for. I've, I've seen her sell it for literally ten times what she bought it wow. for. Yeah. Uh, but on any given piece, it's at least three times. Wow. And so, I mean, it's it's pretty neat to see that that adding value to a furniture piece and then putting it into somebody else's life. And that's going to, that's going to be a blessing to that family. So I imagine that that he or she also likes doing it. So if they're gifted in doing it, then it's, it's something that you're doing because you're enjoying it and you're making it profitable financially. So it's a win-win. Uh, you know, Leo, you were telling me about your friend who goes to the garage sales and does the estate sales and finds kind of things online even and buys them cheap and then sells them for more other places online. Well, And then how he took that and began to write about it and build mm-hmm. a community around it. Yep. And so whatever you're passionate about, whatever, even if it's in your current job, whatever you're passionate about, uh, start to build a community around that. Maybe it's blogging and writing something. Uh, maybe it's starting a YouTube channel and mm-hmm. teaching people about it. Yeah. But if you start to build a community around that and establish yourself as an expert in that area, then all of a sudden new opportunities will arise. Yeah. Uh, if you were to open up a YouTube channel, start teaching on a topic over and over again, as you establish yourself as the expert, now people are looking to you and they're saying, oh, I want to pay that person a consultant fee to come in and teach my organization how to do that. Or you might have somebody that, you know, a couple blocks down the road that you've never met before that mm-hmm. finds you yeah. and says, hey, I want to pay you to come do that at my house or show me how to do that or teach me this thing. Yeah. I mean, there's just gonna be so many unique, interesting opportunities. Uh, I've talked to people that have started podcasts And as they began to teach and share and lead, uh, they ended up leaving their podcast because they got hired for like two to three times as much in the (laughs) industry just based on, you know, one year of podcasting. And it was like, wow, you're so you're you're so excellent at this that actually want to hire you and pay you to do this thing over here. But it's because they put themselves out there. They started producing, they started building community and they started sharing what was inside of them. Yeah, it's great. It's great. And, And it's so easy today to find and to build a community. I'm not saying it's easy to do it. I'm saying there's a channels to do it. Yes. There's there are opportunities out there. It doesn't cost a ton of money. Gosh, all, all of us have a phone with a camera on it. Right. And really don't need more than that. Maybe a, a upgraded mic for about 20 to $30. But right. ultimately you can put together uh, all kinds of information and teachings and things that you know that you're good at. Um, I have a daughter that, that makes uh, cookies. She has mm-hmm. a small side hustle making cookies, decorative cookies. Yeah. And I keep telling her, look, I love what you're doing and you're making a little bit of money, but start teaching people how to do it because people follow you because they love mm-hmm. to see what you're producing. And you can see, you know, you can see the responses on her Instagram, you know, oh, these are so cute. They're so I love these, whatever. Right. And these people don't just say that, they actually like it. So her, her next step would be to actually start just put a video camera on you know, the phone while you're, while she's decorating. Yeah. And so that she can teach others how to do it. And I mean, I don't want to do that. That's not exciting to me, but there's people <laughs> out there that love that. I'm into cars. So I'd love to turn on the camera and say, Hey, here's how you do a, a brake change. Here's how you do an oil change. So those are the kind of things. Every one of us has some kind of knowledge or experience or information that we can share with somebody else that, and that person is going to benefit. My brother earlier today called me, he's changing the timing belt on his car and he's never done it before. And so he's like, hey, could you, you know, could you help me if I need it? I said, yeah, just call me whenever. And of course, he's going through it and he's calling me. I'm here. What do I do? And I, I would just kind of coach him. But, you know, the biggest help to him was a YouTube channel. 
Oh, yeah. He just got on there. Somebody in 30 minutes showed from start to finish how to do the job step by step by step. So, I mean, once he found that and he's like, I think I got it. And I just had to answer a couple of small questions, but that's it. Today, we we have the ability to offer that kind of information. Yeah. And you can make it not just beneficial for others, but beneficial for you because it can return in some kind of a profit or uh, income to you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think... Uh, sometimes people are intimidated to start mm-hmm. and I'll just tell you, start, start doing it. Yeah. Uh, when I created the first video that I put out on YouTube, that was an actual kind of educational type of video. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I went back and was actually sharing with a few leaders this past week, how to do videos and how to educate through YouTube. And, and the way I showed them is I went and pulled a couple of years of videos yeah. and all the things I did wrong <laughs> on day one yeah. and then six months in and a year in. Yeah. But then at the end, I showed them, this is if you go to, to Gateway Stewardship, if you go to YouTube and type in Gateway Stewardship, I, I showed them we've got over 100,000 views yeah. this year on that channel. Nice. And that's with two and a half years of not making perfect content. Right. You know, like, right. like I started here and the lighting is washed out mm-hmm. and the audio is not great. Right. And the visuals that I had in the, in the picture were not perfectly in focus. And then, you know, the next iteration is in a classroom and the lighting is bad there. And I showed them, we didn't produce, I didn't produce perfect things, but... I started sharing mm-hmm. and then I got better the next time and I got yeah. better the next time. Yeah. And you will do that as you do that with, exactly. you know, start a, start a blog, start a video, start a podcast, start whatever it is. Uh, maybe start writing a book. And when you start writing, you're not going to be good at it at first. No, no you're not. <laughs> but you will be, if you're intentional, you will improve. Yeah. And most people don't do that. Most yeah. people don't start. And because they don't start, they never improve and they never become the expert in the area. You starting, it may take a year, it may take two years, but over time people are going to notice and you'll look back at the history and I'm like, I can't believe that this year alone we'll have 100,000 views on that channel. And I think it was like 600,000 minutes of people watching. Wow. And I just think, how cool is that? Now that's not millions. That's not, you know, the, the greatest in the world, but what it is is 600,000 more minutes yeah. than people would have ever have seen me in any other context. Yeah. And, 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 and people seen, have gotten yeah. educated and they've yes. been served and they've been given information that they didn't have before. Yes. And so you've helped people. Right. And that's that's what we're talking that's about. That's the folks. heart behind we're, it. Right. We're talking about doing something that it doesn't have to be world-changing, but it will be world-changing for some. You'll help a few, you'll help a hundred, you'll help a thousand, yeah. and those people will be grateful. Yeah. And it doesn't really take a ton. Right. A tribe doesn't have to be 10,000 people for you to be able to make some site, site income. Yeah. It could be 1,000 people that are committed and love what you're doing, and you can make good money from it. It, it may end, end up being your future uh, career yeah, and, and your, your, you know, where, where your income comes from. So, And there are other things, of course, that you can do. If you think about you can drive for Uber, you can go drive for Lyft, or even can do Amazon fulfillment. There's yeah. so many ways to do a side hustle. What we're encouraging you to do is to set a goal to say, how will I improve my financial position? Will I do it through a side hustle to either pay down debt, to increase income, 
to uh, increase my savings, right. you know, anything that will help you to be better yeah. in 2019. So as you're increasing your income, here's something that Leo and I cannot emphasize enough. No way. And <laughs> that is that you improve your financial position by creating a budget. Budget, yes. <laughs> so, so now is the time. It is the beginning of the year. Yeah. January 1st. January Starts 1st. Starts tomorrow. That's right. <laughs> this is the win, right? So start, sit down, create the budget. Uh, go to leosabo.com, click on resources, click that budget tool learn to create the budget, mm -hmm. and then start walking it out. Yep. I guarantee you this is the best investment uh, that you can make. Uh, if, if I if I look at what you're doing today, I can tell you where you're going. Right. And so if you start building that budget, I guarantee your financial future is going to shift. Uh, create a net worth statement. This is fun when you look back across past years. Mm -hmm. So look at, it, look at your net worth today, and then build it again a year from now, and then a year from then. And then you'll be able to look back and say, oh, where was I in 2018? Where was I in 2019? Where was I in 2020? And you'll yep. see the increase in the improvement. Um, so do a, a net worth statement, uh, reduce your debt, put together your debt snowball right now. If you've not done it, go online, yep. download the tool, put it into place. And at the beginning of the year is always a great time to reach out to your HR department and start investing through yeah. your 401k, Absolutely. your 403b. If you don't have access to that, Go back and listen to episode 11, 12, 13, and 14. Mm -hmm. Learn how to start a Roth IRA yep. and pay taxes on it now so that you'll never have to pay taxes on it again. How cool is that? It yep. will grow tax-free yep. uh, or, or even just a regular traditional IRA. If you build the habit today, if you start even with just a little bit, mm -hmm. and maybe it's, it's $50 a month, that will over time grow and you'll learn the habit and then you'll change it to a hundred bucks a month and 150 and 200 and it'll grow. Listen, anything that's important in your life should be done daily. Yes. And so if you show me your day, I will show you your future. Yep. If you show me what you're doing every day, if you, if you're taking time to do the miracle morning, I can show you where your life is going. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're taking time to intentionally build a plan, I can show you where your life is going. If I look at your plate I can tell you what your health is going to be 15 <laughs> years from now. So I true. look at what you're eating, what you're drinking. Yeah. If I look at your budget, and I can especially say this, if I look at your budget, I can tell you pretty closely what your net worth is going to be in 15 years yeah. because I can tell you the trajectory yes. based on the daily numbers. So yeah. if it's important, it's worth doing daily. If I look at your educational plan, I can tell you where you'll be in your career. So anything important in your life should be done daily. Show me your day and I'll show you your future. Yeah. So sustainability is the guide of success. As you make your plan, you have to ask questions. Is this sustainable? Start by limiting the amount of time. Don't, don't try to bite off more than you can chew. Don't do an hour if you don't think you can do that five days in a row, seven days in a row, 14 days in a row. Start by limiting the time. Start with one minute for each one of these. Uh, start with 10 minutes. Do whatever you can, but sustain it. Stay committed to the process. This will cause you to want more. Do you walk away each morning wanting more or are you just trying to get through it? This will draw your back and cause you to be consistent. When you start small and you build up and you stay consistent and, and sustain it, then you'll be able to stick with it. Make a one-year commitment to the plan. This is the time. Tell somebody about it and say, I'm going to do this for an entire year. 
don't change the plan after three months. Mm -hmm. You're going to hear about some new exciting plan that comes along. Oh, have you heard of this new idea? Have you heard mm -hmm. of this thing? And, and if you get sidetracked there, you're going to lose all your momentum. So stick to this plan for a year. If a really good plan comes along three months in, then say, okay, I'm going to set that to the side and mm -hmm. I'll start it up next year. Yep. But I'm going to finish what I started this year because I'm going to see the impact that it has on my life. If I don't chase something random, that's not the best. I'm going to chase the thing that I've put in place today. And that consistency, that solid performance, that sustainability, that's where your life impact happens. Well, we want to thank you so much for joining us for this episode, and we wish you a happy new year yes. and a prosperous 2019. Would you do us a huge favor? And if you enjoyed the episodes of Getting Money Right in 2018, would you do us a huge favor and please rate our podcast? Go on iTunes and also on CastBox and subscribe, review, and give us a five-star we really would appreciate it. This is something that we do because we love it. We take the time to uh, spend educating and sharing with you the knowledge that we have and the information that we've gained because we want you to succeed in your personal finances. And we know that there are many people out there that could benefit from it. So what we're asking you is to take just a couple minutes today to rate and review and subscribe to our podcast and let others know. Also go on their social media platform, whether it's your Facebook, Instagram, and when you see us post on there, and by the way, if you're not following us, would you do that? Please follow us because then you will get to see when we're putting out content every single week. And then when you see that come up, use it, but also share it. Pass it on to other people that can also learn about our podcast and can benefit from it. Yeah, and I'll tell you, to you can find it on Facebook. You can find Leo Sabo, his, uh, his page. You can like it and you'll see consistent updates on what's going on with the show. Right. You can go to leosabo.com and click on the Instagram button or on the Facebook button and you can follow us and see where we are there. Uh, that will help you get us connected. That will help us get connected to you and continue to build relationship. And we'll let you know first as things come out. Awesome. Well, we want to, again, thank you. And if you want to find more information about our content and resources, go to leosabo.com. You'll also find the show notes to this episode. And we look forward to having you join us next time so that together we, we can, can keep, keep getting, getting money right. Listen, anything that's important in your life should be done daily. And so if you show me your day, I will show you your future. If you show me what you're doing every day, if, you, if you're taking time to do the miracle morning, I can show you where your life is going. Uh, if you're taking time to intentionally build a plan, I can show you where your life is going.